This is the show where Canadian talent comes to have fun. You're listening to Canada Music Hangout. Hello and welcome to Canada Music Hangout, the podcast all about Canadian bands and musicians that you might already love and the ones I'm sure will be your new favorite. I'm your host, Logan Curry, and today I have in the studio with me the fantastic three-piece multi-instrumentalist band, Nork, making music of no set genre. The band consists of drummer Ryan Holland, guitarist Zach Hazelwood, and keyboardist slash vocalist Christina Armstrong. With the fascination for Rubik's Cubes and watermelons and great music, Nork is an act you don't want to miss live. They're beginning recording on their first EP ever, I think, next week. And really, I couldn't be more excited. So thank you guys so much for coming today. Yeah, thanks for having us. Thank you. That was a brilliant intro. (laughs) Thank you. You should follow us around and just do that for every show. (laughs) Just do that at every single show. Yeah, Yeah, please. Just come up. I'll just do my pre-recorded intro. (laughs) Um, Yeah, thank you guys so much for coming in. Yeah. before I get to these questions here, where did the Rubik's Cubes and the Watermelons come from? <laughs> um, well, I'm not entirely sure. Uh, when when we started the band, we wanted uh, our like aesthetic to be mostly something like colorful. Mm-hmm. And we just kind of picked up anything that, that was like lying around that was close to us that was like pretty colorful. And there was a Rubik's Cube. And we were just like, yeah, throw that in the shot. When we were ma- <laughs> we made this video to introduce the world to our band, and yeah. we just like took everything colorful uh, that we could find, basically, and just wanted it to be threw as it in the mix. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's kind of and it's kind of those like nostalgic kind of happy memories as well. You yeah. know, like who hates a Rubik's cube? Yeah. I know, right? Well, except for the fact that you can't solve them, but you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, which I still can't solve one. Which is yeah. great, by the way, because I noticed on you guys' uh, cover photo that you're just all holding out unsolved Rubik's cubes. Yeah, yeah. and they're yeah, all exactly. different. They're yeah. all different Rubik's cubes. Shout That's out hilarious. Aaron Holland for all those Rubik's cubes. <laughs> yeah, for real. sort of a collector of the cubes. Yeah, <laughs> that is awesome. Uh, okay, so when did you guys? start nork um we started nork in what would be january of 2017 oh fairly recent then uh yeah pretty new i guess uh we we technically didn't exist as a band until april of the same year but we just kind of at this point it was just me and zach as the band and we were just kind of noodling around in our bedroom just like writing silly songs Mm. not really taking it too too seriously but then after we'd written a couple songs, we're like, damn, we're a band now. Yeah, <laughs> we were kind of just forced into it because we just wanted to jam. and like, Yeah, exactly. We were like, well, I guess this is what we have to do now. The world <laughs> kind of happens. Yeah, the world, the world deserve, needs, they deserve like, to hear yeah, it. They're yeah, they really. Yeah. Uh, so when did you get involved then? Christina? So they had their first show at the Pavilion. So we're all homies. We're all best friends. So I was there to just support them. So I saw their first show and I thought it was friggin' awesome, even though they didn't think they played that great. But, yeah, um, it was a mess. Talk about that time, but. Yeah, so I think you guys played one more show after that without nope. me. Okay. Nope. Just one show without you. That's yeah, it. so I can't remember when the exact moment was that you guys asked me. But it was in June that I played my first show with them at Coda Pop Studios. Oh, so they asked you to join the band then? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's cool. I it was completely it unexpected. right after we played that show. We like, <laughs> oh, well, we probably need someone else to help us out here. It was. It, it was around that time that I was doing my work term for music business. Okay. Right. And part of my work term was, uh, well, I did my entire work term essentially on Nork and just like 
worked on like branding and stuff for the band for it and throughout that time we were just like well we may as well make a part of my uh, work term auditioning for keyboardists and then we auditioned Chrissy and the rest is history for that basically and yeah she played her first show on June 3rd uh, 2017 that's and that's story. when we knew it was real <laughs> that's a great story honestly um, so when was the first show that all three of you played together like where was it was uh, it at the pavilion again or was somewhere else yeah, so it was at Coda Pop that it was at Coda Pop. Yeah, and okay. it was sort of a surprise thing, so no one really oh, okay. knew. We kind of hinted at it a bit. Yeah, um, but yeah, we were all scared shitless. I don't know how much I'm allowed to swear in this. But... Uh, that's fine. You know what? This it's going on Mixcloud. This is gonna be fine. Yeah. We're not. We'll, we'll but let's not like CRTC it. stuff. Right. <laughs> Go nuts. Yeah. Um, so we were talking when we were coming down here that all three of you took school. Um, to, well, you guys took school around the same time at the same place, and then mm -hmm. you went to a different one. Um, Where did you guys all go to school? I know you two went to Ivany. Yeah, but... you guys might as well start because yeah. the story's quite different. Uh, I, um, I went to school here at the Ivany campus, or it was the waterfront campus when I when I went here. <laughs> the OG. Yeah, exactly. And when I, took... I was a young boy. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I took the music business class, and that's pretty much what like really inspired me to, like, start this band like not so much like i mean just me and zach being friends and playing music was what really inspired us to start the band hmm. but then taking music business was like well now i have all these tips and tricks on how to make our band successful so right. like may as well put them to the test on this funny silly band that we're starting <laughs> and then it just like ended up actually happening so yeah i thank music business for for the existence of nor basically and, and you actually graduated Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> Which we'll get on to. Yeah. Yes, I graduated in 2017. <laughs> and we'll get on to this now. Uh, yeah, so that's me. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I took music arts uh, last year for a semester and probably a couple weeks. And then I decided, you know, it just wasn't for me. I was just kind of struggling as where I wanted to be as a musician. I was just like, yeah, you know what? I, I just really want to play drums. In this band, and just hang out with Nork and write a bunch of wicked tunes all the time, and that's cool. You know, we we get together and write awesome yeah. stuff. And um, I like prefer that, I guess. <laughs> before we get on to you, um, you would not believe how many people in our program came from music arts because they dropped out of music <laughs> arts and just decided to come over here. <laughs> yeah, right. I believe that. Uh, I can think of two off the top of my head, possibly three, but you know. That's that's more than there should be. <laughs> yeah, totally. I mean, especially if you're younger, sometimes you just sort of go into a program mm. like with the best intentions, and then you just realize it isn't a good fit for you. Ex so yeah, you're you know, absolutely I'm a right dropout now. as well. So all right. Yeah. So <laughs> okay, your turn. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So on to me, I guess. Um, so yeah, I went to Acadia University in 2010 to study um, a Bachelor of Music. So I went there, it's completely like a classical program, and at that time I was totally a nerd and <laughs> didn't listen to like rock music at all, but I had some good friends who were kind of like metalheads right. and like into rock, so I did that for two years, and I ended up leaving the program in good standing. I finished the two years, um, and then I just went off and did my own thing, tried to figure out what I wanted to do for a couple years. And then I went to Western University for a year okay. um, for something kind of unrelated. Um, and now we're here. So everyone, nice. Yeah, everyone, <laughs> that was solid. <laughs> that was was it? Yeah. I felt like I was rambling a bit. No, it's fine. <laughs> 
where did the name Nork come from? That's <laughs> that was my this was coming. <laughs> that was been my burning question. Where did that come from? Um, I'll say this: no one really cares. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Did you like that? That's good. <laughs> so yeah, we'll leave it at that. Okay. Yeah. 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 Place to leave it. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's the burning mystery. It's the exactly. burning mystery. Yeah. yeah. No one's allowed to know. No. Yeah. yeah. But just know that it, no one really cares. No one really cares. All right. No, that's that's a great answer. I love that. Yeah. Um. So. <laughs> so in, um, in the bio that I've seen of. You guys on Facebook and uh, at the bottom of your Bandcamp as well. Uh, you mentioned that you, it's questionable genre. So, what sure. is your musical style? Um, this one we can dig deep on for sure. Yeah. Um, well, it it started out as we wanted to do something more like math rock influenced because me and Zach were getting into a lot of math rock at the mm. time when we started the band. Like math the band and people like them? Or? Well, like bands like um, Chon and like uh, like American football kind oh, of yeah, stuff, yeah. like with odd time signatures and stuff like that. But we didn't exactly, we kind of like emulated the sound less than like the style and just kind of like, yeah, exactly. And just kind of like made our own weird thing with it. And we pretty much, it's, I feel like it's less of like we are trying to emulate a genre and more just like bringing our individual um, influences mm -hmm. of how we play our instruments and just like writing whatever came to our head at the time. Like, like we all take a lot of different influences from like all sorts of music and stuff like that. We all came from very different places like right. that. Um, and we just kind of like mash it all together and we're just like, let's jam something. And then we'd go until we came up with like a cool riff and be like, okay, well, that's cool. Let's turn it into a song and just kind of take it places and stuff like that. And just be like cherry picking ideas right. from all the bands that we really liked at the time. And just like taking little pieces and bits of everything that we liked. So it's just kind of truly a mishmash of like all different kinds of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Lately, I've been calling us just kind of experimental because I feel like that's, that's the easiest. Yeah, because yeah. we are pretty proggy, like we're pretty psychedelic sometimes, mm -hmm. and like we're pretty just straight up rock at points. Like yeah. a few You're of pretty our... much just write what we're feeling. Yeah, like yeah, totally. It's just whatever comes to us. In we're the a moment. feely band for sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's yeah. hard to determine yeah. the the band's genre as a whole because each song varies so much. Like for sure. we we have some songs that could debatably be pop songs, some that are like proggy and stuff and we have uh one or two songs that are borderline metal songs it really ranges we're all in like, the closet metalheads yeah sure. <laughs> most definitely not so much in the closet metalheads yeah exactly a lot of where your music comes from is kind of like impro improving in a yeah, way yeah for sure at the start it was for sure um i i always said that that's one of the best ways to come up with musical inspiration is just to sit down and write and yeah, i think that's, that's awesome. awesome i mean like i um my honestly my favorite song by you guys is riviera paradise classic uh, so number good. one hit Thanks. single Come <laughs> <on>. <laughs> um i was actually listening to it uh earlier while i was waiting for you guys and um i i just absolutely love it you know the riffs are fantastic um mm, i love i like the, i like the way you were drumming honestly it was really really cool yeah that that's a whole thing is um 
a lot of times people will say like you got to serve the song and just like play a beat to the song but i was like nah screw all that i'm just gonna go crazy and that's gonna be my drum style for nork is just like absolutely going like ham on the drums and when we wrote that song in particular that was just two of us so i had a lot of space to fill it was just like just guitar and drums so you weren't even there at that point i wasn't so there's like a few songs so from this ep the only songs that would have been written before me would have been Riviera and Tulip. Yeah. Right? That, yep, that's right. Yeah, so yeah, so in I kind of came in as sort of an accompaniment role, right. I felt. Like I kind of came in and added sort of like bass elements or keys, and in Tulip we added singing as well. Yeah. But yeah, the boys wrote those songs, and just okay. over time they've kind of evolved um into what they are now like tulip has is really really different oh really so like when they the first thing they ever posted on youtube i remember watching it it's like this little kind of (laughs) like song that they recorded that's tulip (laughs) the the prehistoric tulip you can still find that online but yeah (laughs) i'm gonna go find that later yeah yeah, it's it's still good like i always love them for like what it was but i think we've definitely like become more like cohesive sounding and yeah good call yeah it was like at this at the start (laughs) since it was just the two of us and neither of us can sing we were like oh we're an instrumental band but then like at the same time we were thinking of like getting chrissy in the band we were also like well we're not going to be on the radio if we don't have vocals (laughs) so that's that's true absolutely it's totally true (laughs) so for being such a like a fairly new form band what difficulties did you have to overcome uh when you just started out Getting people to come to shows. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Like, at, at first it was just like, we would show our homies our songs in our basement where we practiced, and it was like, oh, man, that's cool. And it's like, all right, we'll come to our show. And, like, we'd have our three best friends in the front row just going absolutely hard to us, and that's it. Those are the only people there. So That's always great, too, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. That's we definitely fun. want more people than just our friends. So I yeah. feel like we were blessed from the start in the sense that, like, ever since we've like, started the band, um, most of our shows that we've played, we've played with bands that already have repertoire around here. Oh, so, fair. like, we've gotten pretty decent exposure just from like playing with bands that already have followings and like just kind of getting lucky on turnout and like having a lot of people come right. out and now people come out just to sing the beginning riff to Riviera Paradise. Yeah. So <laughs> we can definitely say we have our own following now, which is nice. No, that's, that's great. <laughs> um, you know, you got to start somewhere. Yeah. Start from the bottom. Um, and that brings me on to my next question, actually. How, like, as you guys are now kind of like going around the Halifax music scene, how, how do you guys like navigating the Halifax music scene? Like, what do you mean by like, like, like how is it for us? Yeah, like, like how's experience? the Halifax music scene like treating you as a band? Right. I guess. It's been great. Yeah, honestly. like I, it's like a loaded question, but it's been great. Yeah, like. Yeah, like we, it's yeah, it's been awesome. We've had a lot of great opportunities, like with great artists, and you know we're very lucky to play with those like bands you know mm-hmm. so we're we're very lucky yeah know, we, we've got we've gotten a lot of praise from places where we never thought we'd see it coming from like from like really big bands like the first time like i would say our first biggest show we got asked to do the 
Halloween show for Scientists of Sound. What? And I'm sure you've heard of Scientists of Sound. <laughs> that's insane. Yeah, exactly. And that's what we all said. Like, yeah. we, we just, like, our jaws were on the floor for, like, a week after that because we were just, like, we can't believe that, like, the word of mouth got out about us, yeah. that, like, Scientists of Sound heard about us and had never heard any of our music because we didn't have anything recorded, but surely through word of mouth and people telling other people that we were, like, a good band – like they were like, yeah, let's try it out, and they loved us, and yeah, we've played again with them since, and it's been awesome. So just like little things like that, like happen every once in a while that make us go like, damn, like we really out here, and the, mu- <laughs> the, the music scene, like yeah, people actually know us. <laughs> yeah, like when musicians you love ask you to play with them, it's like best feeling. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and this is something I've heard quite a bit. Um that Halifax is kind of like a starting place for smaller bands to become big. How do you guys feel about that statement? Definitely true. Um, I feel like there, like there's only so many people in Halifax, so it it's one of those things where like it is a great place to get started because there's a lot of great venues and like the scene is really tight, and you know like it it's it's just it's homey, right? So like it's um. It's just a great place to start, but then you get to a point where, well, I like this is just my opinion, I guess, but I feel like there's sort of like a cap on how big, like you can, how well you can really do as a band mm-hmm. here. So like that's why I find like a lot of bands like when they get to a certain like level, they like want to move out to Toronto and stuff like that. And like we love Halifax a hundred percent, but we definitely like would tend to agree with that and. Like, even though we're we're having an amazing start here, like I said, like, we're playing with some of, like, our favorite and biggest bands from Halifax and stuff like that. But, like, we're, um, what's the term, like, hitting the glass ceiling eventually. Like, right. I wouldn't say... I mean, say, it depends on our genre, too, right? I mean, course. or it depends on the genre that you play here in the city. Yeah, a lot of specific genres do, like, really, really well here in oh, Halifax. Yeah. And I feel like... In our case specifically, we're not really one of those genres, like because we're so like kind of weird and proggy. But mm-hmm. um, I don't know. It's it, regardless of all that, uh, Halifax is still like a really good place to start being in a band for sure. That's great. Yeah, even for like solo musicians as well. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. totally. It's good training ground, you know. Actually, that that makes sense. Yeah, um, the you know like the the place that you start before you move on to like the big game which would probably be like toronto or bc or something like that yeah, yeah exactly. and we're also blessed to have like an amazing um network of really close friends who are also um going forward as hard as we are um i mean i could just list a bunch of bands that you know all our homies are in and just having that support network when you start is so important right. so we're hoping that when we do make the move you know a lot of us can stay together and keep supporting each other you know a lot of us are musicians but we also have sort of a side gig or something else that we do like producing and stuff right. like that so that's incredibly helpful when you have that i like how you said when you make the move instead of if because that's like a, that's a really good thing to hear is that you guys are you know you're, you're at that level where you think, oh, yeah, I think we can move out and we can do a good job somewhere else as well. I mean, that's awesome, mm-hmm. honestly. You just have to get to a certain point, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And that's what Halifax is great for. Like, The thing I find about Halifax is like, 
it's it's nice and small so there's not an incredible amount of like competition like everyone here is like super supportive of each other like all the bands are just like it's it's a really tight knit scene. It's not as cutthroat as yeah, some other cities. Exactly. Be. And there's like a lot less people, so like once you know everybody, like you know everybody. <laughs> and like it's just it just makes things a lot easier and a lot less anxiety inducing than just like if we started a band you know, like start our Facebook zero likes, no yeah. one's ever heard of us and we're in the middle of Toronto. Oh. Like I can't even picture like what it would have been like for us start like starting out like we did, like in Toronto. Like it just right. would have been crazy. Yeah. But it's just, we, you know, like, through going to school and stuff, me and Zach already knew a lot of people in the scene, so that just, like, immediately helped. So right. it, it would have been a lot harder to, like, make those connects in that same way in Toronto, for sure, because of how just, like, big it is. Right, yeah. Uh, we're going to take a quick break to uh, listen to one of your guys' songs. <laughs> we, um, uh, do, do you mind if I use Riviera Paradise from Bandcamp as the pre-production? Uh, all I want to say is that uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> because I fell off time a couple times and my drum fills oh, are great. You? It's a pre-pro. It's, it's a pre-production. Pro. It yeah. was just like we just needed to get it done so we would have an idea of the song structure. Right. But like we uh, decided to throw it on anyways just so... Like, it was more apparent to the world that um, Chrissy was in the band because she right. has a ripping keyboard solo in it. <laughs> oh, no, it that was is fantastic. True. It was so good. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Shout uh, out Korg. <laughs> so was the, it Korg? Korg, yeah. <laughs> nice. So, yeah, the uh, the finished product is going to be amazing, but this is uh, but a taste of the Nork. All right. Well, we'll be right back on Canada Music Hangout.
Welcome back to Canada Music Hangout. We're here in the studio with Nork. Um, and uh, you guys' EP is coming up sometime soon. Because you just, uh, from what I understand, you're either going to, you just start working on it, you're going to work on it next, starting next week? Yeah, we uh, we go into the studio at Coda Pop Studios next week to track drums on okay. Halloween Day, actually. On Spooky. Halloween Day. Yeah. Oh, awesome. So that's fun. Um, I would go as far as to say the EP will probably be seeing the light of day around the beginning of next year. So okay. an early 2019 release for sure. <laughs> okay. Um so are all the tracks like decided on like you know what tracks you're gonna yep. actually put on it? Most definitely. Uh, how many tracks? Five tracks. Five. Okay, that's a that's yep. a pretty good number. We were originally gonna do four, but then um, we ended up actually playing um, a a benefit show for Coda Pop, okay. where they showcase a bunch of artists that were planning on recording there, and we got a free day Ooh. at the studio for playing that. So that was awesome, and we were just kind of looked at each other, and we were like, well, let's do another song. Yeah, because yeah, if you don't know about music recording, is that it is hella expensive. Yes, man. Yeah. Even putting your own studio together. Do you know how much this microphone was? <laughs> I don't want to know. Actually, yeah. do you know how much this stand was? Damn, 300 No, actually, it was only 30 bucks, but, you know, oh. still. <laughs> just a stand. You tricked Damn. me. Yeah. Still, but just for, like, this small little podcast stand. Yeah, yeah for seriously. sure. Um, but, like, putting together, like, a home studio is actually a great idea. Oh, yeah. Uh, which is what I'm starting to do. Uh, I, I think I spent more money on guitars than I have the actual studio itself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it seems like to sink a lot of money into that. Yeah. Well, um, our friend and... Uh, well, I guess our friend Bryson Gunn is going to be doing some producing on the album. Okay. And he has a really sick studio that he's set up Ooh. over the past year. So we'll be doing some of our tracking with him as well once we get the drums out of the way. Okay. That's cool. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so since you guys started back um, last year, um, since the EP is just starting to like come together and it's going to hopefully be released sometime next year, um, why – what what – how do I word this without sounding rude? No, it's okay. do it. We can, um, take, we can it. take it. What, what took so long between starting the band and actually recording a, um, you know, a, 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 your first recorded, recorded EP, you know? Um, well, that in particular is just like, it's just like a million different things. Well, like when we started out, like we didn't take it incredibly seriously, uh, at least until Chrissy joined the band. And then, like, we started writing songs, and we were like, oh, we don't know if we want to write an EP with, like, the the old songs, like the ones that just me and Zach wrote, or if we want to write all new ones with uh, Chrissy, so we, it can be, like, truly what Nork is, you know right. what I mean? Um, and then, like, we we pretty much just focused like our first year on, like, playing shows a bunch and just getting our name out there so people actually knew who we were like when we did plan to drop an ep because that was the whole thing is i don't i didn't want to be the band that nobody knew when we dropped an ep (laughs) and then the ep release was like fell flat because that was something i learned in music business was that you got to have a bit of a following before you like put out music like obviously it's one of those things that can go either way because once you put out music like people will find you that way too right like like we were talking about earlier with Halifax being so small, we just wanted to like 
play a bunch of shows so that people would start talking about us and be like, oh, what's Nork? Who's Nork? Like, that's cool. And yeah, then... we wanted to do it right. We didn't want to rush it. Right. Exactly. You know, we wanted to sound really, really good. We didn't want to be a band that had, like, a kind of shoddily recorded, super quickly mixed EP that right. we look back and cringe about. <laughs> you know, like, it might only be an EP, but we're going to put, like, 100% of our effort to make it sound, like professional right and that's the thing even like eps are important and besides oh, yeah. this is your like debut ep this is like yeah. the one that even more people are going to get to listen to you know yeah which is awesome by the way yeah <laughs> you know like once you put your music out there it's just everyone can listen to it mm-hmm. so that way you can reach a bit of a bigger audience mm-hmm. and i find like the more we play to like shows and like practicing and stuff like we're just kind of evolving more and more all the time and like adding more to the songs so it just never really we were never really 100% sure like what we wanted to do for the EP until right. recently and um and then that's when like problems started happening just like random stuff like oh well like we're going on a trip so we can't book studio time or like we don't have money so we can't book studio time right. and like all this stuff the biggest problem with it all was the money Trying like, to buy studio time. Trying to buy studio yeah. time because we knew that we wanted to at least do the drums in like a real studio so that it would sound like mega professional. Right. You know, so we spent a lot of time saving up and using our tax return <laughs> to, <laughs> to go towards studio time. So Fair enough. Fair enough. And then sometime this year we finally made up the money and decided all collectively decided on a date and we were like okay october 31st like let's Finally. let's get it done the day yeah. after zach's birthday happy early birthday happy early birthday, happy early birthday. <laughs> um by the time this goes out it'll be really late but you know yeah <laughs> happy belated birthday zach um, <laughs> note note to the listeners this was recorded on october 25th so like if this comes out after that time then uh whoops <laughs> EP comes out next week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be sad if that happened. <laughs> it won't be that bad. Um, so, out of all the be- venues that uh, you three have played at, do you guys have like a favorite or a couple favorites like that you just really want to keep going back to and playing there? The Seahorse for sure. Yeah. I was ju- I was just about uh, to say yeah. exactly that. I, I love the Seahorse stage. It's really really fun stage you get really close to the crowd you know get a good view of everything right yeah. uh, the band set up for us is really nice we get a lot of space so yeah, oh, good. It's great. yeah. yeah it's always a good time at the seahorse mm-hmm. for sure the marquee was really cool too when we played there like it just makes you feel like a big band because yeah. there's it's such a big stage and like so many like insanely huge bands have played there so like to stand on that stage and start playing to like a crowd was just like damn like yeah (laughs) like some of my favorite bands have done this but yeah i had a similar thing when i played the pavilion because like you know we've seen protest there we've seen all of these crazy bands and then when i was standing up there for like the second show i ever we played pavilion again when i was in the band okay when i was standing up there it was one of my first shows that i've ever played because work is my first band ever including like high school bands like anything right so i was just standing on the stage looking out and be like man i'm literally standing where like people i respect so much have played right yeah we all have like really close emotional ties to the pavilion because as kids from the valley there were no shows happening in the valley ever oh, and we're when, all from the same area with you're all from hour. the same area yeah, yeah oh yeah <laughs> 
Anyways, our towns are like kind of rivals of each other, but like a little bit. Where's Stanford? Yeah. Like, where is this? Like, the Annapolis Valley. Yeah, but like, oh wait, really? Yeah, the yeah. Annapolis Valley. Um, they they live in Greenwood, which is like an hour and a half away, and I'm like another half hour down south oh in Bridgetown. So yeah, basically nothing happened there. Right. So the only shows that we would ever see, like growing up, was traveling two hours up to the city to go to the pavilion right, at the, yeah. the only all-ages venue, basically. To or, see, the like, exhibition. Or, <laughs> or the exhibition. Or the exhibition. Yeah, the Annapolis Valley. Yeah. April wine. <laughs> April wine, true. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, like, to actually be able to play there was really cool, and, like, Nork's first show ever was there. Right. So, like, we have that. Um, one of the, f- like, I think it was probably the second show that we ever did with Christiana yeah. was at the pavilion as well, and now we're playing there again uh, next week. So awesome. that that'll be the third time we've played the Pav. So that's definitely one of our favorite venues mm-hmm. for sure. So I, I want to go back for a second to um, you, you guys were saying that uh, Zach, you're in uh, two bands, yeah? Yep. Um, are, are are either of you in like multiple bands as well? We're, we're all, all in two bands. All in You're two all bands. in two bands. <laughs> yeah. Okay, perfect. That, that's the Halifax music scene for you. Yeah. yeah. So this is a much. great question to ask all of you. Perfect. Um, how, what is it like having to juggle multiple bands that you're in? Like, is it is it difficult? Is it something easy to do, or you just kind of like it's not easy? No. Okay. It's not great. <laughs> <laughs> Like we do, we do it for the music. the The worst part about it is working a job. Like Ooh, we're, yeah. we all, like working jobs is just lame. Like none of us want to work. We yeah. just want to play music all right. the time. Yeah. If we could just do that, it would be easy. <laughs> I th- I think- Imagine that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's yeah. literally the dream. That's the dream. <laughs> but no, it's just hard to try and balance a full time job and like pay for expensive ass Halifax rent and also <laughs> yeah. be in multiple bands. Oh so. God. Halifax rent is so expensive. Like, yeah, yeah. It's just and, not enough time in the week. <laughs> yeah, and as for me, t- both of my bands I play drums in, so it's just, like, also really physically exhausting right, as yeah. well. Like, that's a big part of it for me. Because, like, drumming is so physical. Oh, yeah, for sure, and especially when you're doing it, you know, practice on your own two days mm-hmm. a week, practice with the bands the other two days of the week, and, yeah. you know, all this other stuff, like, work every day, you know. But, I mean, yeah, there's, like, there's some hard challenging parts to it but it's also awesome you know to have a second musical outlet um like so my second band is called rudy and the pache family orchestra we just debuted like a couple months ago wait say that again rudy and the pache family orchestra okay got it (laughs) yeah it's a mouthful um but yeah it's just nice to have another outlet so you know in that band i pretty much only play keys um a little bit of harmonies and um it's just like a folk band so I can kind of like relax from having like the sort of more lead vocalist role right and Ryan's other band um Susan Explodes is just like (laughs) (laughs) that is brilliant thank you um is just like a I don't know how you would describe it like a power violence metal band. power violence violence metal slash hardcore Susan sure. explodes. Yep, that, I need to look this up. Shout out to randombandnamegenerator.com for that <laughs> one. And yeah, Straight in up. Zach's other band, um, Kids Losing Sleep, who's yeah. also extremely dedicated to, um, they're more of like a pop rock band. Okay. Is that correct to say? Yeah. Yeah, pop rock band. Yeah, yeah. You say that. Yeah. It's for like when you get your heart broken band. and <laughs> you need like that song to just oh, get yeah, you. Yeah. 
Yeah. No. So when when you get your heart broken, you listen to pop. But when you get your heart broken, you write music. You usually go to country. Yeah. Or metal. Or metal. Yeah. yeah. That's what Actually, I do. That's, that's what I do. I yeah. got my heart broken, and then we started Susan Explodes, so I could do some blast beats to get out the rage. <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying. That's brilliant. <laughs> You guys heard that, right? Yeah, that was <laughs> wild. It's getting wild in here. Uh, Actually, things get crazy when Nork's in the building. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, in um, in Kids Losing Sleep, Zach plays drums. So it's what? yeah. You play so the drums. He yeah, actually do. is a multi-instrumentalist. Yeah. You are. That is awesome. Me and Ryan are just posers, but Zach's legitimately <laughs> good at two instruments. Yes. Well, I, do. I, do I thought you were going to say I something, just, but, but yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So it's kind of just two different things is my point, you know? Yeah. No, I I think it's cool. You know, it's it's a chance to keep playing music because mm-hmm. that's what musicians do. They play music and it's so cool, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I said earlier, like we all came from like different avenues of music. Like yeah. we all grew up with like adult, a lot of different stuff, but we're all in the same mindset of like, we want to make all the music. Yeah. We want to just, like, experiment with everything. And, like, Nork is, like, that little bit of everything in one. But we all have our side projects. Like, Rudy and the Pache Family Orchestra is, like, folk. I'm in, like, mm. a hardcore band, and yeah. they're in, like, a pop band. Like, we just literally want to make all the different kinds yeah. of music. <laughs> yeah, and it's nice in Nork. It's, like, there's not really a genre. So if we just all like it, you know, why not do it? As long as we jive with it. As long as yeah. it's Norky. Yeah. Then, Norky. Yeah. <laughs> That's a word. I like that phrase. Yeah. That's get, a new... Get norked. Yeah. Get norked. Um, That's iconic. I'm going to put this as a side note because I think I saw this somewhere, but nork is actually in the Urban Dictionary somewhere. Oh, no. God. I, <laughs> I don't what remember is. what it means. It's also like the name of a university in Chicago or something. It it's is. Like yeah. the it's north... nork at the University of Chicago. There's also um, a motocross like yes. racing club. It's like... In Malaysia or something no, like that. No, it, it's something that starts with an N. It's like N something racing, racing club. club. Like, I don't know. But there's just like if you ha- to go to Instagram and type in hashtag Nork, it's just a bunch of pictures of muddy trucks like racing yeah. around in the dirt. You think you're safe <laughs> like, with the made up word. You're not safe. No, it's out there. Like everything uh, has been created. Right. So someone actually put up on, um, this is what I was looking for. Someone put up on the Urban Dictionary that Nork just means milk. <laughs> he needs some nork <laughs> Yo, I love that that's the best thing I've heard all day that's hilarious I don't, is there any it did, did, did it do the this, thing where it's like he puts it in a sentence yes <laughs> oh it's good yeah. it's good no we're out of nork how am I supposed to eat my cereal <laughs> I've said that line before for sure <laughs> that's the best thing oh my god uh, okay. So we also the, refer to uh, watermelons as norks. Like, oh, actually? look, there's there's a big old nork right there. Big juicy nork. <laughs> I love it, honestly. That's hilarious. That's yeah, great. Okay, so um, getting back to all the questions. Uh, yeah. <laughs> all the proper questions. They're yeah, talking about true. Urban Dictionary. You guys are on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, you got anything else? Because I couldn't find you. Instagram, Instagram, SoundCloud, well, Bandcamp, totally gonna... I knew Bandcamp, yeah. So you're on everything. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'm going to find you on everything and All follow that. you on everything. I think our handle is We Are Nork. Just on everything? For everything. Okay, perfect. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that that's... We're really active on Instagram, so oh, if perfect. anyone follows us on anything, that's Actually, a while, good place I'm, to while start. I'm doing this, I might as well follow you on Instagram right now. Do that. Um, 
But how important is social media, like all these different social media platforms, to your band? In 2018, it's super important. Like, like that's just where everyone is nowadays. Right. Like, it, if we were to have two shows, like, you know, around the same time or something like that, and one we just promoted on Facebook through events, right? and the other one we just postered for and put out flyers, I guarantee you that the one that was on Facebook would have a great turnout right. as opposed to the one where we just poster. Because that's just... That's just, like, the culture nowadays, right? Mm -hmm. And, like, thinking about our band as a business, like, which I we don't like to do, but, like, you got to do it. In a way, yeah. Yeah, like, it. it's just, like, the number one place for, like, you know, to have your business is to be on social media. Like, it's, it's like, advertising in a yeah. sense. Like, hey, here's what we're doing this week. It's, like, just some random norky stuff. And then the next post would be, like, we got a show. Like, right. come check it out. Mm -hmm. So, like... I think it's definitely crucial. I would probably go as far as to say that if, like, you're a band, especially in Halifax, and you don't have any social media, then, like, what are you doing? Like, it's mm, it, that's fair, yeah. it'll be, like, really hard to, like, get a leg up unless you get that word of mouth, like, in, in, and you know a lot of people in the scene. Like, it's pretty crucial these days for, like, small bands to be on social media and to be active on it, too, and, like, have everything be cohesive and like kind of the same not just like random stuff just like look at a picture of my cat kind of thing especially right. in like in our day and age of like personalities on a line online are so important mm -hmm. and like having a good social media can sort of help people like know who you are like your image as a band but also start to like you as people which can is really important right yeah totally and like Again, like back to music business, like that's just something we learned in music business is like you got to have a brand as a band. You know what I mean? Just like Coca-Cola has a brand and everything right. is red with white lettering, like kind of thing. Like just that that type of thing. Like it like you just got to everything has got to be like I don't know what the what term to use, but just like cohesive, I guess. And mm -hmm. just like all make sense and all be norky mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah. like Whatever not every band be. needs to be norky but yeah. <laughs> just us i like, love i'm gonna uh, that phrase is awesome norky. <laughs> it's great <laughs> um so you know social media is important in 2018 totally fun fact before i move on to my next question mm -hmm. is on facebook alone uh in one month 800 million people log on to facebook well. Like, that's a big number. I think that's, well, everyone, like, jokes around and says, like, m most of the people on Facebook are just, like, old people posting weird stuff. Mm -hmm. A lot um, of bots, too. And bots, yeah. It is still really important, in my opinion. For sure. Know? Yeah, especially in this age of, like, globalization as well. You yeah, know? absolutely. Like, it's it's definitely helpful for just getting people outside of Halifax to potentially find our band. Too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like Especially we, once we're on Spotify and stuff like that. Yeah, once we have music out, like we can use that social media to like start advertising ourselves in different countries and stuff, right, and yeah. different provinces, just so that like we might actually have like a legitimately following of fans, like for when we tour out there and stuff. Yeah, absolutely. And like it that that is like crucial. You know what I mean? And. Um, I was going to say something else, but I totally forgot. Okay. Do you guys actually use, like, proper Facebook ads, like, boosting posts or boosting um, your page altogether? Or? We have 
uh dabbled in it we haven't really gone hard and put a lot of money into it lately but like we're definitely going to be like strategically doing that kind of stuff when we release music and like like if we have like posts like about our single coming out like here's the release date like Mm. or like pre-save it on spotify like that kind of stuff we're gonna push like super hard into it like right now we just like kind of put like a few bucks in towards like events like shows that we have coming up like i think we have a sponsored ad going right now if we don't we will soon of um the show on the ninth and stuff like that okay just to get it out there a little bit more just to people in halifax and another gripe i have uh with facebook is that it's hard for you to reach your own audience it's facebook like back in the day of facebook like when you became a fan of something like it wasn't likes back then it was you become a fan yeah every time that something you're a fan of posted something you would see it but now there's like algorithms and stuff like that and all this junk like preventing you from actually just seeing the posts of the pages you like yeah so like a lot of the times when we're especially when we're posting show like posters and stuff like that we have to target the ads to the people who like Newark. Right. Otherwise, they're not going to see it. It's yeah. just going to get buried. Yeah. So, like, we, we know that the people who like us on Facebook are the most likely to come out and see us. Yeah. So we just, like, put a, all our money into advertising to the people who already like us. Yeah, or no. friends of their friends or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that too. No, actually, that's probably the best idea I've heard for uh, Facebook boost posting and doing advertising. That's what I meant to say. Boost sure. posting. That's Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, <laughs> um, pretty much. Uh, so we're going to start wrapping it up now. Um, I want to ask you one, like, big, I guess, important question. Oh, boy. What advice would you give to new talent starting out in Halifax? Should we, like, go around or something? Yeah, you first. Yeah, go around. Go ahead. (laughs) Okay. Well, um, I was new talent to Halifax, like, before I joined Nork. That's how I consider myself, even though I was 25 when I joined the band. Um, I had no experience playing live music. My first gig ever was at the Seahorse. Um, I mean, I was in a cover band for a little bit. Okay. So that was my first like, time ever playing on a stage, and it was extremely scary. But I guess my advice would be, like, you should just do it 100% because you're probably better than you think you are, especially speaking to, like, ladies around that I've talked to. There's so many women that are scared to just go for it but like i'm not the best keyboarder or the best keyboarder (laughs) 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 i'm not the best keyboardist to ever live or that even is in halifax right um i'm not the best vocalist ever but i've like improved exponentially since i started doing it with all of my heart and like just start you're probably better than you think you are and if you really suck like you will improve if you just listen to people giving you constructive advice. Right, Don't yeah. take it personally. Um, so yeah, just do it. Nike. Yeah, just, just do, do it. it yeah. Get that sponsorship. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Please sponsor me. Uh, yeah, I I would say like just like start a band because mm-hmm. yeah, like there. I feel like like obviously like practice like there's the typical thing to say is like practice so you're actually good and stuff like that but i barely practice so i can't say that (laughs) at all (laughs) but um i would just say start a band because it there's no better way to like learn how to become a musician and like be in a band and stuff like that 
than playing with other people. Like, just, like, find your closest friends or, like, people who like the same kind of music you do mm. and just, like, like me and Zach did, just improvise. Just, like, play whatever the hell comes to your mind. Right. Like, and, like, it, th- like, I feel like there's no better practice than that because not only are you practicing your instrument, but, like, it's all of it. Like, taught, like, how to, like, play with other people and, you know, like, invite your friends down to watch so you can practice, right. like, playing in front of people so that you're not having, like, stage fright when you get up to have your first show and stuff like that. Like, just do it. Just do it. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. essentially, yeah. <laughs> And Zach, please have something different to say. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Well, I'm just going to say what these guys said. <laughs> just do it. Just do it, you know? I don't yeah. know. Yeah. No, I don't know. I agree a lot with Ryan and Chrissy, obviously. Like, just jam with your friends, you know? Like, right, yeah. Start a Facebook page. Start a yeah. Facebook page. Social okay. media is definitely mm-hmm. one of the most important things to do. That's for sure. But... Start, just just do it, you know? If I Jam. could do it again, though, and we knew how seriously we were going to take it, I would have loved to launch the band with recorded music out. Or at I probably least won't like do that. Single, you know? yeah, yeah, it's just, yeah. it's how it worked out with us. It's just, you know, every band has a different origin story. Right, yeah. And now we're finally catching up. But if I could have done it again, um, I would have loved to have something to show people that we are proud of. Right. Instead of being like, come in sometime. <laughs> Coming eventually, yeah. Definitely, yeah. definitely that. Like, I would say that that is my biggest regret in this band is that we didn't officially record something that was, like, half decent before we started. It was just kind of like, okay, we're Nork. Come to our shows if you want to hear us. And, right. like, that. The, the thing that really, like, pulls people in to hearing your music is, like, or, well, to, like, having your band name stick in their head is like getting a hook or whatever stuck right. in your head, like getting mm-hmm. that riff stuck in your head. Like all of our friends and like fans like know the riff to Riviera Paradise and they sing it with us when we play it, when we play it live and stuff like that. Like if we had have put that song out when we put the band out, so to speak, then like I feel like it would have helped us exponentially more just because of that earworm and but people point just be- being like, yeah, but point be it like we still did it. Yeah. Totally. You know, we're here because we started, we actually started we just <laughs> at did some it. point. Yeah. Nike. Yeah. Yeah. That's the reason you're here because I found you guys and you guys are awesome. <laughs> thank you. Um, uh, thank you so much for coming in today. Um, I'm just going to recap your names uh, just, you know, for, Everyone listening at home, we had uh, Ryan Holland, the drummer, uh, Zach Hazelwood. Yes. Is that correct? Yep. Yes, with uh, guitar. And I, I'm so sorry, I mispronounced your name a couple times. It's, it's cool. Christiana yes. Armstrong uh, on keyboard, synth, and vocals. Well, uh, thank you so much for listening to another episode of Canada Music Hangout. Tune in next time. I have no idea who I'm bringing in yet, but <laughs> they're going to hang out with me here in Studio 2 down in the uh, Platypus Studio. So until next time, I'm your host, Logan Curry, and come hang out with us again. Get north. Canon Music Hangout, hosted and produced by Logan Curry, recorded live at the NSCC Ivy Campus. Intro and extra music, Rider by Pembroke. Intro and extra voice, Joshua Saunders. 